Good morning, guys. I'm Tinks. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live, exclusively on Radio Andy, Channel 102. As always, this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to answer all of your questions, so call me right now. Dial 844-305-2639. Hi, guys. How are you all? How are we all doing? We're in the thick of it. Uh, you know, You know why I was worried about sharing my relationship with the you guys with my followers with my community with my show because it is human nature i think if you're a content creator or if you're any type of storyteller to want to kind of package things in a nice way so i'll see something that my boyfriend does that's nice and i'll i'll want to tell you guys because it's like cute or whatever but then you get into this weird place where you're like well do I tell them about the bad stuff too? And then because I'm an extremely anxious person, I'm like, well, then that's kind of mean because I'm like airing out my dirty laundry and he doesn't have a platform to say that. And this is why it all gets confusing. And this is why it all gets stressful. And so all this to say, I'm here to tell you that all the Christmas stress that I was talking about for the past couple of weeks, all of the, you know, do's and don'ts and what have you's, um, you know, they got to us. We had a massive fight this week. Massive. Just one of those like scorched earth fights where it like just the the air in your house feels weird for a while. And I'm telling you this because I don't want you to think that it's all, you know, roses and butterflies and whatever. Like every relationship has shit. And the holidays are just a pressure cooker. It's like, when are you meeting the par- the person's family? We just did an episode about that. It's like, when, are, like, what are you doing for presents? Okay. You have work or it's, the end of the year. There's stressful things. And it's just the tensions are so high. Uh, So that was my week. No, I'm just kidding. I also went to DC and I went to the literal White House, which was amazing. DC was phenomenal. So if you don't know, I I was born there, but I uh, haven't been back aside from one time to visit Georgetown um, to, to see if I wanted to go there. And it was just it was an amazing trip. We we got in, we checked in, we stayed at the Pendry and the Wharf. And it's, it's always so funny when neighborhoods change over time because I called my dad and I was like, dad, like, what's the vibe of the Wharf? And he was like, oh, that's a bad neighborhood. Like, don't say that, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like the coolest, uh, it, it was like the coolest, um, like, up and coming neighborhood. There was all this stuff. And, uh, we just had the best time. So we stayed there and then we did a rich mom walk on Friday morning. And I really need to reiterate, I know I said it on my Instagram, but I need to say again, how much I love meeting you all in person. And next year, that's going to be a huge focus for me is meeting you all and doing more things live. Like I have a dream of doing the show live. I want to, I want to just go on the road and meet you all because it makes it all so wonderful. I mean, already the show is my favorite hour of the week because I like to hear your voices and it feels like it's a two way. It's like a, a real connection, but meeting you guys, hugging you guys, hearing your story stories. It's just chef's kiss. Um, okay. We are going to grab a voicemail. Uh, we're having a little issue with the phones, but fear not, we are going to fix them right now. So if you're trying to call, we're going to fix them right away, but we're just going to do, we're going to do a voicemail, which is, which is fun. We love a voicemail. 
Hi, this is for Tinks. Hi, Tinks. I'm a new listener, and I absolutely adore you and your podcast. It has helped me immensely, and I just love you. Anyway, I'm calling about a breakup I had two years ago, and basically it was very hard. I'd spent two and a half years with this person. I thought they were my forever person, and then after a breakup, I like kind of still had hope but he ended up moving on like meeting someone within weeks I just want to know your take on that and like um your feelings about that type of thing any advice you have and honestly just like getting over a breakup like it's been a long hard road and I was cleaning up my whole closet I redid my whole closet yesterday and I found a letter to myself and I completely forgot I had it, but it said, do not open until 2022. Turns out I wrote this letter in 2020 right after my breakup. There was actually multiple letters in that. And it just reminded me how broken I was. And I have come a far way. Am I healed? No. But I have come so far. It was a really eye-opening read. But so I never would have found that letter if I wasn't cleaning up my closet. But anyways, I just want to know your thoughts on this situation specifically and I don't know, just where to go from here, I guess. Thanks, thanks. Okay, hi. I love you. I, I love that you did that. I'm a big fan of doing the writing letters to myself. Um, I do it in my phone all the time, like all in the notes app. You can send yourself an email. And this is also why I love to journal because a journal is in a way like mini letters to yourself. And you can look back and see how far you've come. But also, as you said, like see the pain. And even though it's probably painful to relive it and to, and to look back on how broken you were, as you said, to me, I like that because it shows you how strong you are and it shows you that you survived. So one thing I always tell people when they're going through a breakup is like, you've survived 100% of your worst days. And sometimes a letter is like a good reminder of that or, you know, a note or, or a journal entry or what have you. So that's an aside, but I'm glad you did that. The thing about him meeting someone right after, you know what? I really would take that as a sign that it wasn't right. I would. I would. Even though it's fucking painful and it feels like a blow to the ego, I would really view that as like not my person. Not my person. That's the universe telling you in even more ways like there is something better coming and you truly have to focus on that. Also, while I'm glad that you're being reflective and I'm glad that you found the letter, there's also comes a point where you have to just say, where am I putting my energy, right? Look, I'm a nostalgic person. I like to look back to, again, I'm glad that you're being reflective, but there comes a point where you have to shift the energy from looking back to looking forward. And you have to channel all of that energy because we all have so much energy within us and so much mind power to what you want to call into your life. What's next? What's coming? Who is coming? What is the person you want to call into your life sound like? What do they look like? What do they smell like? What is their job? What is their passion? What kind of relationship do they have with their family? And the more that you focus your energy on that, the better time you're going to have. And the easier this breakup, this person, like the, the more that they'll fade from your mind in, in like an elegant and good way because you have to at some point switch that energy. And it's kind of like, you know, yes, we have to process. But again, you know how I feel about closure. Like we give ourselves closure. Closure is a myth. And in a way, 
I don't know how woo-woo you are. I would take this uh, letter as a sign being like, look how far you've come. It's time to call it and focus everything on what you want. Focus all your energy on what you want to call into your life for yourself and a future partner. I love you and I'm glad you're part of the community. Okay, guys, hang in there. The phones are a buggin'. The phones are having a hard time with uh, Christmas uh, holidays, too. They're stressed out as well. So hang in there. Um, I'm going to take one more voicemail. Hey, Kings, it's Sarah. Um, I'm in Austin, Texas. I just have a question about a guy. <laughs> he wants to kind of take some time to himself. We've been talking for three months, and he basically went through a really tragic time last year around this time where his ex passed away. Um, he basically is just like not ready to get into a relationship. He told me that none of his feelings have changed and he still, you know, likes me, but just right now, this isn't a good time. And right now, and he's not using definitives. And I even asked him why he's doing that. And he said, because how he feels about me and he really cares about me. And basically I just need to know like, is it worth not like waiting, but kind of keeping that line of communication open? He said he wants to, and I would want to, but I'm just kind of nervous and don't know what to do. So hope you hear this. Thanks. Okay. I'm really glad you asked because this is such a common theme. Should you wait for someone? Now, I want to start by saying it sounds like this guy is actually a good guy, and it sounds like he I mean, he did go through a horrific tragedy, and I feel for him, and I hope that he is doing okay with the grieving process. That being said, you should not wait for someone. You should not wait for someone. Why? Because you are the main character in your life. You're not a supporting character in someone else's life. And let me give you some reasons why. Number one, I truly believe if something is supposed to happen, it happens. It comes back around. That's no serendipity movie, woo-woo bullshit. I really think if things are supposed to happen, they happen, whether it's now, whether it's in a year, whatever. And that's when you kind of have to to fall into a little faith. And and by that, I mean faith in yourself, faith in the universe, faith in, faith in timing. And you kind of just have to like, just throw up your hands and be like, hey, if it's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen. The second reason is that He's actually going to respect you more if you don't wait around. Um, even if it's subconscious, I, I really believe that, you know, for someone to be waiting and, and I get it's like you're not waiting, right? You're, you use the phrase keeping the lines of communication open. And I totally get that. But he's just going to respect you if you say, hey, um, I really care about you and I could see us kind of going somewhere. but. I, this middle ground doesn't work for me. Um, like I said, I think you're awesome and, and you know, you never know what could happen. And, and I, like, I wish you luck and then just leave it and then just leave it. Okay. Um, and the third reason is that I know I can be a bit black and white about stuff, guys, but I, I think any of this middle ground gets messy really fast. Why? Because there are no boundaries and there are no rules. And that's when people's feelings get, get, hurt. And and also like what's to say that if you keep going in this middle ground where you're like talking but you're not in a relationship, like 
what's to say that you don't catch and develop real feelings and uh and then you get really hurt and that and then it it fucks it up right to me this I know it doesn't feel like it in the moment and this is more universal this could be for like um like people in a relationship or whatever messiness is what leads to disaster and I know in the in the in the moment it can feel like well if we just keep talking well if we just keep doing this this halfway bullshit it could be it's good and you don't want to let go right you don't want to you don't want to it feels scary um but the thing is sometimes you have to just cut it and 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 revisit it I really really believe that um so so that would be my advice I know it's tough and you can do it with the utmost compassion you can do it with so much kindness and really really you know convey to him how much you care about him and how you hope he's doing well and then hands off hands off. I'm not saying this in like a vindictive way or like a bitchy way, but he'll be back. Trust me. He will definitely be back. You know what, what he, what, when he might not come back is if you spend the next six to nine months kind of talking, kind of not talking, and then you have a blow up because you see he's talking to another girl and you didn't have the rules and yada, 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 make a clean break and watch what happens. Uh, Trust me, you are the main character, take control of your life. And if it's supposed to happen, it will happen. Now our phones are back, baby. So call us and we're going to chat with Deanna. Hi, Deanna. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? Good morning. Amazing. I am doing great. How are you? I am good. Better now that the phones are working. Better now that I'm talking to you. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. My heart is like racing right now. I can't believe I'm talking (laughs) to you. But um, I have a boy situation. Okay. So um, I'm in grad school at Georgia Tech, but I live in Ohio. And we traveled onto campus to meet everybody else who's like in my cohort. Mm -hmm. And I met a guy there. And this was like August of last year. Okay. And he and I hit it off. We've kind of like we were hooking up, we were kind of talking, seeing each other. Well, it turns out I've kind of been dating him for like a year and a half and my parents literally have no idea he exists. And like, I visited him, I've met his family. Um, I even spent like Thanksgiving with them last year and my parents had like no idea. Where did they think you you were at Thanksgiving? (laughs) They thought I was in Ohio because they live in Florida. Okay, obvious question, obvious follow-up question. Why haven't you told them? I was so unsure about whether I wanted to, like, really say, okay, he's my boyfriend. Um, My last relationship ended poorly, and I'm just really private with my parents about my love life. Mm -hmm. They had, like, a dream marriage and never really dated, so we just can't really relate. So I kind of hold off. Okay. So, and now you, he, they're going to meet at graduation. So you got to tell them, you got to tell them like soon. Yeah. Like, are you, are you, are you going <laughs> His home? parents will be there. <laughs> are you going home for the holidays? I am. Okay. You're going to tell them with, with the help of me and all of the, all of the universal energy with all of our listeners, you got to tell them, you got to tell them. Cause otherwise it's going to be weird as fuck girl. Like when you get to graduation, you're going to be like, Hey, this is my boyfriend of two years. Um, welcome. They're going to be like, excuse me. <laughs> right. Exactly. But I don't know how, like without making them sad. 
Yeah, I I think that honesty is truly the best policy. And I know you said you're kind of private and maybe you don't have that that like super raw, like ushy gushy thing with them. But just be like, guys, I have news. Um, You know, I've actually been dating someone. And the reason I didn't tell you is because, as you know, my last relationship ended badly. And, I, you know, I'd, I really wasn't sure for a long time. Uh, but I wanted to tell you in person. And, 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 you know, we've been dating and he's great. And I can't wait for you to meet him. And then they're going to be like, oh, that's great. How, how long you, have you been dating? And you can be like for a while, Um, you know, since, you know, we were, we were casual at the beginning and now it's really serious. But, you know, you can tell them. And I wouldn't lie. They're your parents. Like they might be a little bit sad, but they'll be even sadder if you lie. And I think that they will eventually find out I mean maybe you can fudge the timing a little bit like maybe be like oh you know you know a year and a bit or something maybe if you want to but I don't know they're your parents they deserve honesty and they're gonna be happy for you they'll they'll be a little bit sad at first but you just explain it just like you did to me that's fair yeah this is gonna be oh my gosh I don't know why I'm so stressed over it but no I get right. it it's I like I definitely need to tell them it's just like it snowballs I understand sometimes things just you know they build up and then it's like there's no right time and whatever I, I get it but just do it rip the band-aid you're gonna feel so good and you know what you can have on hand to kind of soften the blow is like be ready to tell them about him in a really excited way. Be ready to pull up pictures of you guys. Be like, you know what? I'm so excited to share. You know, we love going hiking together and like he's from here and we we recently did this together and that will really take the attention off of like the time frame and the fact that you didn't tell them. So and they'll just that's all parents want. They want you to be happy and they want to know about their kids. So I would just be, you know, be prepared to do the one, two, like the, okay, I got a boyfriend, but like, let me tell you about him and just be honest. Oh, that's so helpful. Thank you so much. I'm excited for you. You're going to feel a massive weight (laughs) off your shoulders when you do this. Just do it as soon as you go home, whenever that is, rip the bandaid, do it. You're going to be great. And and you're going to, it seriously feel relief. Thank you so, so much, Tink. I love you. And I, I know you. everybody else in your community is so grateful for you. So thank, thank you. you so, so much. Thanks, babe. I love you. Good luck. It's going to go great. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I, I See, this is what I mean. The holidays, bring it up. Boyfriends, girlfriends, meeting the family. Do you have a secret boyfriend? I don't know. It's just that time. It's just that time. I actually met my boyfriend's mom last night, you guys. I'll tell you about it on another time, but I did it. I ripped the bandit and she was actually so nice. More on that later. Let's talk to Brooke. Hi, Brooke. How are you? Hi, Tanks. Oh my goodness. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Um, well, so just to give you a lowdown of like the last two months, I uh, basically broke up with my boyfriend of two years. Like, actually, no, I broke up with my boyfriend of three years, um, two months ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, just like a lot of weird stuff. Like, you know, I don't know. And I ended up moving in with him just to like give it the full, like just so I could say I gave it the full try, whatever, you know, and then um, things were like actually okay when we moved in, but it's still like nothing changed. I moved out, got my own apartment. So, you know, the last two months I've like really been trying to like work on myself and just like, you know, be better. I have no problem being single. I'm not like, you know, codependent. I have a dog. So, um, 
But like recently, you know, like we're in contact. We actually work for the same company and, you know, like we do want to be friends. But like I feel like I'm I'm at this like massive stage of anger right now. Mm. And like mm. last night he came over and we slept together for the first time since we broke up. Okay. And like Is that what guess, made you like, feel angry? Well, I've like been a little bit angry, but like today I'm like yeah, like today I'm like the most pissed I've been probably like since I can remember. Like yeah. I just don't understand like it's just like hard when you I I feel like I gave him like 150% and he gave me like 40 and I don't know how to like just accept that like okay, that is what it is. It's over. You ended it for good reason like and just like be okay with my decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to tell you how. You've got to stop talking to him. You have to. If you want I mean it's not going to do it immediately, but it's definitely going to help. And it's the path to feeling better. And this is one of my things. You know, some people think, oh, you can be friends with the ex right away, whatever, whatever. I I just have a hard and fast rule about this. You got to go cold turkey. You dated this guy for three years. You moved in with him. You took your shit. You moved it in. You moved it out. That's traumatic. And I would be angry, too. It's annoying. It's annoying to give it your all and to get pennies in return and I don't know the situation but guess what I don't need to know because all I know is you're still talking to him you slept with him don't beat yourself up listen seriously we've all done it we've all fucked an ex do not beat yourself up but this is prolonging your healing process and it's prolonging and worsening your anger and you you can tell him you need to tell him you need to be like listen we gave it a a good old college try uh this you know I I really need to go cold turkey on the communication so I can heal. Um, you know, I, I think highly of you. I, I wish you the best. And this is a good time to do it because again, I don't care what anyone thinks. January is a fucking great month and it's a great time to have a fresh start. And it's a great mental line in the sand to just say that was then this is now. You got to just do it and you have to be strong because, and every time you go to think, God damn it, why did I try so fucking hard? Just think he's not, this isn't where I am anymore. Eyes front, eyes forward, channel all of that anger into what you want to bring into your life in the new year. I know it sounds a little woo woo, but it is, I promise you, it's like the medicine that you need to get better. It's like, it's not going to taste good going down, but I promise you in three weeks of no, of no communication, you will feel better. I love that. And you're so, I'm also a Virgo. Um, so I am like super big on January and like that being a fresh start. So that was like the perfect advice. Okay, Thank you good. so much. And if you're a Virgo, this will be easy <laughs> for you. This is our shit, girl. Literally cutting someone off is our shit, okay? It feels so good to be like, no. I like, and anytime you think you like, I know, but every time you think, I'm so annoyed that I gave 150%, be like, well, he doesn't get my energy anymore. So there. And just focus on focus on yourself. I will. Thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you for calling. You're gonna do. You're gonna be great. You already sound so good, and it's the perfect time. Enjoy the holidays and hit the ground running in January. You too. Super pumped. You met your boyfriend's mom. Can't wait to hear all about it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye, babe. Good luck. Bye, girlfriend. See ya. Bye. Yeah, you got to go cold turkey. By the way, I meant to tell you guys, uh, I know it's not January yet, but I'm I'm sharing in advance one of my resolutions. I know I've shared it before, but for real this time, 
I'm not qualifying. I'm just saying my rules left, right, and center willy-nilly. Uh, if you don't like them, call me and we'll talk about them. But yeah, don't talk to your ex. Don't fuck your ex. And if you do, that's fine. But just don't do it again. Seriously, it's the fastest way to heal is to just block them on everything and not speak to them. I said what I said. Okay, let's talk to Trisha. Hi, Trisha. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So love you. Oh my gosh. I too am a Virgo. Oh, hell um, yeah. <laughs> I'm a single mom of two kids, um, okay. was raised in the city and I live in Jersey. I'm in the legal tech space. Okay. Okay. Um, I make over, you know, half a million a year. Hell yeah. My boyfriend. <laughs> you love a it. single love mom it. making over half a million a year. Like, can we just take a moment to appreciate how fucking badass that is and how proud I am of you? Like, if the call ended there, I'd be like, you're fucking amazing. So, congrats. No. Thanks. Carry thanks. on. I'm breaking those barriers there of the boys club, so I'm yeah. actually loving it. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, I've been with my boyfriend for a little over two years. He was divorced December 2019. He's got two young kids. Okay. Um, he's not financially stable at all. Um, almost lost his house through COVID, was unemployed for 18 months, and he makes around one one thirty five a year. Okay. Um, you know, he wants to move in and, and, and start a life together. However, I'm a little uncertain, uneasy, because I feel that I put in a lot more emotionally and especially financially in this relationship because he's got a lot of, uh, you know, child support issues, no. back payments that he owes her. So I'm kind of like, you know, hey, do I move forward and just keep, you know, investing and, and find somebody who's on the on the same playing field as me? I mean, I feel bad in making my decision based on, on finances, but I'm really rethinking all of this. No, you're not making it only based on finances. This isn't at all about you being greedy or you being too focused on money. This is about you working your fucking ass off to create a life for your kids and for yourself and you being thoughtful about who you attach to this life because it does matter, okay? And it would be great if we lived in a world where love is all it takes and yada, yada, yada. But the thing is, it's not. And I think you're very smart to take pause at this juncture. If he's not financially stable and he moves into your house and all of a sudden you're sharing finances, and even if you don't share finances, it's like all the little stuff, right? It's like who buys the groceries? Okay, his kids are coming over. What food are they eating? What about toilet paper? All that shit adds up. And because you are you have control of your life and control of your finances, it will be imbalanced. So listen, I'm not saying break up with him, but I'm saying I think you should say to him, listen, when you're good and when you're stable on your own two feet, like we can talk about that, but I don't, I can't do that to my kids. And also you should say to him, you shouldn't do that to your kids because you need to prioritize your life and getting your shit together and with your ex-wife and whatever, whatever, before you forge another like house basically and I feel really strongly about that I mean let me ask you this are you head over heels in love with him like do you feel like he's irreplaceable he's the one like this is the best you've ever felt not anymore I mean I I was at one point but then I'm slowly seeing these things like all these red flags like they're just jumping out at me yeah um, he's not a planner I'm a planner I'm big yeah. into no. planning vacations and planning my 401k um, he's just I mean, he's a live it by the day kind of a no. person, and that's not my thing. And he also 
drinks way too much. Listen, I'm oh. all for drinking and having a good time, no. but he can down a bottle of bourbon, you know, in a day. And that's not no. my thing. And no. I've had these conversations and he's on like, um, what is it? Um, anti-depression medication too. So, I mean, in doing all, yes, I know it's a hot, holy mess. And I really, I feel bad in breaking up with him during the holidays too at that. There's, there's no good time to break up with someone. And now that I've learned all this, I really feel like you deserve someone who cherishes you and, and moreover, someone who values and recognizes how hard you work to create the life that you live as someone who is like, holy shit, this woman is a boss. She is killing it by herself. She's a planner. I love that about her because here's the thing about women in general, but especially women like you, and I feel I'm similar to, we automatically mother people. Like it's just in mm -hmm. our nature. And we're like, oh, I can fix that. I can fix that. I can take that on. I can take on that responsibility. Mm -hmm. I can do that too. Listen, if you let this guy move in, if you let this go on, you're going to look up in five years. He's going to still be sitting on the couch with a bottle of bourbon. You're going to be planning everything. You're going to start taking care of his kids. You're going to start trying to organize his finances. And then what will be left for you? nothing. Mm -hmm. And this is why so many women feel like they don't own their own lives and why they don't have any joy and why they don't have any space for creativity and why they can't enjoy things. It's because of this. It's because you just bend and bend and bend and give more and more and more. And then there's nothing left. So for your sanity, for your life to honor how hard you've worked, I'm telling you, this is not your guy. There is plenty more fish in the sea. There is guys who will think it's fucking hot that you're such a rock star and that's what you deserve. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to terms with that as well. And also coming to terms with even potentially being by myself, you know, indefinitely, because what's out there right now in terms of dating, especially in New York City, I was raised on the Upper East Side. Dating there in the city, you know, I'm my kids are older. I got married younger and I got divorced when I was younger. Yeah. So the whole dating scene sucks in New York and in New Jersey, I'm, it's even worse. So right. I'm okay with just, you know, doing my thing and traveling and, and just being a so-called spinster or whatever. But I, I'm really trying to come to terms with that more and more now. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's not binary, right? It's not like mm -hmm. this guy or like you're alone. And I get it. It's fucking rough out there. It's fucking rough. But you at the end of the day, you have to look at like what fills up your cup? What mm -hmm. actually makes you happy? And it sounds like doing a great job at work. Your kids make you happy. Um, having a good life and making money and traveling makes makes you happy. And that's a lot, right? And and yes, we all want to find love. We all want a partner. But like, you can't put all your happiness eggs in that basket. And that's my whole thing. And I'm glad that you're kind of just at least warming up to that idea. I'm not saying that you, it's this guy or no one. I don't think that's true at all. But I actually think that a good use of your time and energy would be pouring it all into you what are you like go on a trip with friends try something new like that it's it's when you focus on those things that a person will drop in and I really do believe that I know it sounds like woo woo witch magic but it's like it's when you when you plan a trip to whatever Aruba and you're with your girlfriends having fun that you meet meet a guy at the bar and you're like wait now this guy is awesome like it's when you stop you know focusing on love is the only source of happiness that's when love mm -hmm. finds you and and you really just deserve someone who's who's going to add to your life like a man 
should only ever add to your life. It shouldn't, it shouldn't stress you out. It shouldn't change your life. It shouldn't, uh, make you upset. Like it should, he should only ever add value. And if he's not, it's not good enough. I don't think he is. And I just have one more point to, to add to this here. Like he makes me feel bad for working as hard as I do. Like oh, fuck no. I wake up super early and I wake, I go to bed late. But I know I reap the benefits of my job, and I know there's potential. Again, I'm in sales. So he makes me feel bad for even working on the weekends. And he's just sitting there and watching TV or just going on Facebook and looking at what his friends are doing or what his ex-wife is doing. Fuck so, no. I mean, I no. think I know what I have to do. You and do. I, I, I've been wanting to talk to you for some time, and I saw on Insta that you were, you were on Sirius. I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to, to reach out to her. And I totally appreciate your your words of wisdom and totally love you. And I follow you. Absolutely adore you. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. You you're going to be great. You know what to do. And I'm just, I'm glad you called. I'm glad you called. Thanks. Thanks. Have a great Christmas. You too. You deserve the world. Bye babe. Thanks. Hi Cannon. Hi. Oh my gosh. I know everyone says this, but wow. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to get through. (laughs) How are you? I'm glad you did. I'm glad you called. Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, I you I don't know if you remember, but I actually sent you a voicemail like several months ago asking for advice on how my boyfriend could get closer to my family. And yeah. you gave some Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. I I remember that and you guys were visiting and I think yeah, I actually do because you're close I remember. Yes, yes, yes. Very vaguely, yeah. 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 So that was me. Um, and he actually just proposed this past weekend. So he's oh my, my fiance God, now. God, congratulations. I'm so happy for <laughs> you. Well, I, so did, yeah. so did, did he get closer to your family in the end? Yes, definitely. We attended like a family wedding together and spent a weekend, um, and got really close. And so that was fantastic advice. And yeah, they're definitely closer now that he asked for their blessing and he's going to be their son-in-law so i love this update Um, i'm so happy for you you um but i guess now the the sort of dilemma that i'm facing is with the holidays coming up and i definitely did not expect him to propose before christmas and so i was thinking okay christmas will be sort of business as usual but now that he's my fiance, we have to think about how to sort of split time between our families during Christmas. And our families live in the same city, so it's it's very logistically feasible. But now it's sort of the, like, emotional aspect of realizing my traditions have to change and sort of splitting time, like, between my parents and his family. Um, and I'm an only child, and so I do have some guilt of, like, if I spend time with his family, then my parents don't have any other like children to sort of occupy their, their time. So I'm just looking for advice on sort of how to approach that and how to sort of reconcile the emotions of like a really happy time being engaged, but then also sort of a sad time of like a phase of my life is changing. Yeah. I mean, what does he say about it? Is he, is he wanting to spend most of the time with his family or is he understanding? I mean, I'm assuming he understands the very special close relationship you have with your parents and you being an only child and such. Is he like down to um, kind of compromise? Yeah, totally. He's been super supportive and he has a brother who's married who also lives in the area. So he was kind of, and they also split time with the family. So he's like, okay, well, why don't we just sort of do what they do? 
which is totally yeah. reasonable. You know, like it's I- Christmas Eve, another Christmas Day. Um, but it's also just difficult. Like, I just feel really bad, like leaving leaving my parents. I get it. I know. I have so much parent guilt too. And I, yeah, um, I would pick, I mean, look, I, I want to be fair to him too, but also you're, you're my follower and you're the person who's calling me. You got to pick your favorite stuff and then just do the other stuff with his family. I, and I don't mean that in like a bitchy, like you pick first way, just be like, you know, whatever your favorite traditions are, you should pick them and be like, babe, these are really, really important to me. And then I am fine to do the other ones, um, with your family. And like this, you know what you, you, you said, this is a new exciting chapter, but you're sad about the old one, um, changing. And it's like, yes, but like, not only are you engaged, but you do you realize that this is the start of like a new chapter for traditions. Like this can be this, an opportunity for you guys to create new traditions. Like, okay, I'm pulling this out of my ass, but for example, I know a lot of people in America don't celebrate boxing day. I'm from England. Boxing day is December 26th. Maybe it's like, okay, once you guys got engaged, you spend Christmas day with your family and then you all go over to his family's on the 26th and like you guys cook them dinner or do something special or like, this is an opportunity to add. So sometimes I think that we get stressed out as humans when we're like, oh no, like things are going away. But instead, think about the space that is being made to add new traditions, to add new uh, holiday moments, to add family members. Like this is an additive time. And so it's not like, oh no, what is what am I losing? But it's like, reframe it as what am I gaining? And you can make it whatever you want it to be. And here's the thing. You might not get it right the first year, right? You might end up missing Christmas Eve with your parents to be with his and find yourself in the bathroom in floods of tears because you miss your parents and you, you feel bad. And that's okay because you you have another year to get it right and you, you can always massage it and you can always change it. And it sounds like your fiance is an incredibly understanding sweetheart. So he's there to do it with you. And if I were you, I would think, wow, this is exciting. Like, you know, if you guys choose to have kids, this is all a new chapter of like creating new traditions with both your families. And like, you could always bring them together. You don't know. Like the the future is vast and, and you don't know what it holds. So I would really think of it as an additive, exciting time um, to make new memories. Yeah, I love that. I need to um, control all delete. Yes, and exactly. Just pause and like reframe. Yes, exactly. And think like, what are the, you know, if there's two things that are like super important to you, say, babe, I want to prioritize these and the other things I can bend on. Also, don't forget you, you have Thanksgiving, you have all these other holidays you can mix and match with and, you know, work towards just having the most full holiday schedule, which to me sounds fun, like double the fun. Yeah, you might be running between, you know, the, the, you know, in the city, like between the two families, but that's fun. That's happy chaos. That's what you want. Happy chaos. I like that. Yeah. I'm very into happy chaos. It's like my, my life, <laughs> like what I think about was what I want is happy chaos. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy the holidays and thanks for your advice. Thanks for calling. Congratulations again. I'm so happy for you. And um, check in another couple of few months. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, I'll let you know how wedding planning goes. Yes. Oh my (laughs) God. It's so exciting. Yes. Yes. I'm so happy for you. Congrats again, babe. Thanks. Bye, Tinks. Bye. 
yeah, it's tough. All this. I remember one year I did two Thanksgiving dinners with um, a boyfriend in New York City. We and I the only thing that I remember, honestly, you guys, is how full I was because we literally had two full Thanksgiving dinners. And I remember just like looking across the table at my mom at our Thanksgiving dinner being like, I'm going to explode. Like I already overeat on Thanksgiving. Everybody does. But like I remember looking at her being like, I'm about to burst. So, but hey, that's fun. Double the food. Okay, we are going to chat with Masha. Hi, Masha. How are you? Hi, thanks. Uh, it's actually Masha. Oh, hi, but... Masha. Sorry. Thanks for correcting me. No, you're good. What's going uh, on? I'm... Yeah, I'm calling to get your advice on uh, just, you know, adjusting to a healthy relationship after leaving a toxic one Mm. um I feel like I really love and need the stability but sometimes it's hard because it's like not as the high highs and low lows as um as I've had in the past so yeah just wanted to kind of get on that kind of situation so you're in you're in a healthy relationship now but you have kind of like a hangover an emotional hangover from toxic relationships in the past yeah and the reason I I've been with my current partner for about a year and he's amazing but I have a friend who's going through this right now so just kind of wanted to get your your take on you know how to advise her and um just stuff like that yeah I mean I think that it's so important when we're especially younger and we're in toxic relationships, situationships, whatever. I think it's so important not to like learn that behavior, right? I think it's so important to think, okay, well, that was a fucked up situation. And even though it feels like that's what it should be, it's not. And I mean, one of the ways that you can do that is to really label it, right? Is to really speak it, to talk it out with a therapist, with a friend, whatever, and just really try to identify what's going on. Because I get it. It can be addictive, the fighting and the making up and the, you know, the ups and downs and like it can feel exciting and we can become addicted to that pattern. And then you get a little bit older, you may you meet a great partner or whatever, and you're like, oh, okay, like we're not fighting every week. But we're also not like having crazy makeup sex every week. And that can be a big adjustment. But that's so much more nourishing. That's so much more sustainable. That's so much more beneficial to our hearts and to our souls. And and that is real partnership. So, I mean... I guess my advice is for you and for your, you know, to give your friend is like really try to articulate what's going on to speak it out loud because sometimes it's like once you speak it, it feels less scary to say, okay, I'm used to crazy fights every other week. I haven't fought with my current partner in three months and I feel maybe a little bored, but you know, it's not actually boredom. It's just uh, stability and to just kind of like speak it so that it feels less scary because otherwise you're like what is this feeling I'm having and it's like it's just a feeling right it doesn't mean it's true it doesn't mean anything it's just like just a feeling that you're having so I really am into like labeling feelings and emotions and talking them out because then they just feel less intense yeah I mean you're so right that sometimes it can feel like a little bit mundane because what I've had in the past is just so 
you know, you never know which version of someone you're going to get. So it it is a little I've been there. I've been there. And I, I listen, vulnerability moment. Like I I love to share with you guys when I am working on things too. Like I really struggle with that. Like my therapist always says to me that my, um, my, like what I'm comfortable with is kind of like chaos. I mean, I literally just got off the phone and said, Oh, I love happy chaos. Like, that's what I love. Like, that's my norm. I grew up in a very chaotic situation with a lot of big, big personalities and moods. And it was like, always, you never know what you're going to get. And that's kind of my norm. So I didn't necessarily learn it from a relationship. I learned it from my upbringing and I'm working very hard to change that, but it's a struggle. I mean, I'm 32 and I'm still, I'm still undoing that. Like I'm still undoing the urge to pick a fight because things seem too calm. I think it's something a lot of us struggle with and it's very, it's very difficult to go, no, 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 no. This is okay. We're okay. This is nice. This is nice. It's nicer to be stable. It's nicer to have a few boring days because at the end of the day, you would rather have a few meh days than like the screaming fights. It's it's more about what we're accustomed to. It's not even like that we're addicted to the fighting because like who likes fighting? It's that we as humans, we we're um we're into patterns, right? We just fall into patterns. We pick up on them. We learn them very quickly. Our brains learn them. And then uh, we don't know any different. And it's very, very hard to break a pattern, especially if you've been in a previous relationship or like with me, with my upbringing, like when you are trying to break your brain out of that pattern, it's incredibly difficult, but it's so important. It's so important and it's hard. I'm still working on it. I still, sometimes I catch myself with my current boyfriend and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I totally just picked that fight. Like sometimes I do it and it's bad. So I think the more you can speak it and like even to some extent, like talk about it with your partner and be like, hey, like I just want you to know I'm working on this. If, if you know, I think it's always so good to be aware with your partner, like what they're working on, what you're working on with yourself. Um, listen, we're all works in progress. Yeah. Thank you for that. I think it's really good to level set and especially with being able to help friends who are in the process of getting out of that toxic relationship, it's, it's really great to be able to share my experience, but also, you know, offer some, some of those words of encouragement. Yeah, no, it it is. It's like, it's like, there's, there's something, you know, it's always so good to tell a friend who's going through it, you know, whether it's toxic relationship, whatever, like there is better for you. Like it's such a simple message, but I think in, when they're, when people are going through it, it can be very comforting to just say there is better for you and you deserve it. So simple, so effective. So I would, I would try to pass on that sentiment to your friend. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for taking my call. And my friend is listening to this. So good. I'm glad you guys have each other. Yes, thank you. Thanks for calling. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, that was our show. Uh, My brother's coming in today. My family's coming in tomorrow. I'm so excited. I'm nervous. What's it going to be? I'm I'm very, very excited. Um, Like I said, I met my boyfriend's mom last night. I was nervous. Um, She's lovely. I feel like you know, I feel lucky that 
it went well. I mean, I think it went well. Like halfway through the dinner, my boyfriend was like, you're standing up, you're sitting up so straight. And I like kicked him under the table. Like so annoying. That's such a boy thing to do to like call it out. Like, yeah, I'm sitting up straight. I'm like trying to make a good impression, whatever. I swear to God, sometimes men are just like, Ugh. but anyway, of course, bonded with bonded with his mom over that. And, uh, and yeah, I don't know if he's going to meet my family yet. We'll, we'll see. I don't know how timing will work out, but my thoughts and prayers go out to anyone dealing with family dynamics and meeting significant others and, and hosting and cooking and all that shit. It's a lot guys. So don't forget to take time for yourself. If you're listening to this as a podcast, don't forget you can sign up for a free three month trial of Sirius XM. Sign up at SiriusXM.com slash Tink's offer. And then you can listen to this show live every week and it's way more fun to listen to it live um no pod friday scary i know but uh come find me on instagram we'll have some fun love you guys bye